Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The basis for our message is the Old Testament lesson and the Gospel lesson both. Growing up in December, I was always excited to see Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. But back then, it only appeared once, and so you had to make sure you didn't miss it. And one of my favorite scenes was when Hermie the Elf met Rudolph. And if you recall, Hermie the Elf didn't fit in because he wanted to be a dentist. And Rudolph didn't fit in because he had a red nose. And so they both decided, each of them independently decided, that they were going to leave their family and be independent, go out on their own. And when they meet one another, they talk about that. They talk about how independent they're going to be, how they don't need anybody else. And at the end of the conversation, Hermie says, why don't we be independent together? It goes to show something, doesn't it? And I think one of the things that, that makes this show still popular today is that it touches on something, a feeling of loneliness that can come even at this time, and how we have a desire to be around and to be with people. And that's why the promise given today to Ahaz and the promise given to Joseph that Emmanuel was going to be born, God with us was going to be there, is so appealing to us. It's just a promise that, that we all need to hear. So we're going to look at that promise, the context in which, which it was given to Ahaz, the context in which it was given to Joseph, and how that promise is given to you and to me. But first we go back to the gospel lesson. We have Joseph struggling with something, right? And as you see it pictured by Matthew, he does to feel a little bit alone, doesn't he? Considering the circumstances. And even the way the Matt, that Matthew tells us about it indicates that. The text tells us that Joseph struggled or resolved the divorce her quietly. And yet later it says, as he considered these things. Isn't that a picture of a man who's struggling, trying to figure out what to do, trying to figure out what the right thing to do is and to avoid the wrong thing, not knowing what he should do? And who does he have to go to to discuss it? Who would understand? A pregnant fiance, pregnant by the Holy Spirit, who would comprehend? Who would understand? Doesn't he have to feel alone? Which is an interesting contrast with Joseph and the feeling of loneliness that he might have to Ahaz. Ahaz is one who wants to be alone. Here we have a king over Judah who is under siege from the Syrians and from the northern kingdom of Israel. It looks certain that they are going to be defeated and overrun. And God intervenes and he says, I will give you a victory. And not only do they say, I'll give you a victory, he says to him, you can ask for a sign as deep as Shehol, as high as heaven, and I will give it to you so you can know of this victory. Now Ahaz sounds very pious when he says, oh, I will not ask. I will not put the Lord to the test. But that's not really what's on his heart. He's not concerned about what God thinks. You see, Ahaz wants to be left alone. He's already figured out how he's going to solve this problem. He's going to form an alliance with another nation. He's putting his trust in himself and in his alliance. He doesn't want to put his trust in God. He wants to be left alone so that he can do what he wants to do. He doesn't want a sign because he doesn't want God to intervene. Or he doesn't place his trust in God to intervene. And so we have two men who in one way or another are alone. This is an interesting text to have, thinking about it that way, a week before Christmas. Because now is not a time you're supposed to feel alone, right? You're not supposed to be lonely this time of year. This is a time of year when everybody's supposed to be happy. Everything's good, everything's going well. But is that really the case? It's not. 
In fact, loneliness is compounded this time of year, is it not? For those who feel alone, it, it seems even more. The fact is that, that many, if not most people, in one way or another, feel alone. But why? Sometimes it's like Joseph. The circumstances beyond our control. Things are not the way that you want them to be. The people you want to share the holiday with may not be here. You may not be able to share it with them. This could be for a variety of reasons. Some families are not together because of disputes or disagreements. They allow the things of this world to get in the way of their relationship. Some families are not together because of distance. Children, grandchildren, they move away for jobs or for other reasons, and they're just simply not there. Some families are not together simply because they've been lost. It doesn't matter if you lost them last year or 20 years ago. That feeling of loneliness can still be there. That's one side of the loneliness. But there's also the loneliness like Ahaz, those who might want to choose to be alone and alone from God. Those who want to go their own way, not wanting God to interfere, not wanting God to judge, that want to live their life the way they want to live, regardless of others. And there might be some who feel lonely because they're not worthy to be around others. Maybe because of what they have done or what they have said. Not feeling worthy of God, not feeling worthy of others. And some might feel lonely and not know why. It is a time in which many people, at one time or another, feel that loneliness. That's why what God says to Ahaz, what God says to Joseph, are so important. Because God had an answer for both of them. Ahaz, in his sin, God still comes to him and says, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. This demonstrates the wonderful grace of God. Here is Ahaz trying to sound pious was not, didn't want anything to do with God, and yet God didn't remove his promise. The nations that were her threat were indeed going to be vanquished by him. He was still going to do it, and not only was he still going to do it, he was going to give Ahaz a sign, even though he wouldn't ask for one. And the sign is a beautiful sign. It's a sign of promise. The virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and you shall call his name Emmanuel. And keep in mind, Emmanuel means God with us. Was this not a sign to Ahaz? God will be with you. God will be with you regardless of what you do. God will be with you and bring you victory. It was a wonderful promise. But also, was it not a call to repentance? Because God's presence brings judgment, especially in a case like Ahaz, one who is defiant, one who turns his back on God. Is he not called by God in his presence to repent? But through it all, we see the love that God has for Ahaz and his people. And God had an answer for Joseph. Just Joseph struggles with what to do, God is there. He sends an angel to explain what is happening and give him the assurance that it is proper for him to take Mary as his wife. What a wonderful gift. And he even goes beyond that gift, the, the gift of God's grace and the assurance as he tells him to name the child Jesus and then tells him that his name is Emmanuel, God with us. And it was a promise to Joseph that he would be with him. It was a promise to Joseph that in this Jesus is an answer for everyone. Because what's the cause of loneliness? 
What's the cause of separation? It's sin, right? It's sin that divides us. It's sin that, that, that brings around illness, disease, and even death. It's sin that is the source of all our separation. And Jesus is the answer for that sin. Jesus, the name means he saves. And, and our Lord makes clear he will bear the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. That's precisely what Christ did. And that's why we celebrate Christmas. He came to bring salvation. He grew up to suffer and die on the cross and rise from the grave so that all might be forgiven, so that sin would be conquered once and for all. That loneliness, even itself, would be conquered. And isn't it beautiful putting those two names together? The one who saves is the one who is always with us. Your Savior is always with you. And that's the answer that the Lord has for you. Because the Lord doesn't always change the situation, right? He didn't change it for Joseph. What did God do for Joseph? He guided him through everything. It wasn't easy. He was on the run from Herod. He had to take the flight into Egypt, and then he was brought back. None of that could have been easy. And yet God was with him every step of the way. He kept his word. God with us. He was with Joseph. And that's the answer for you. He may not change things. Sometimes he does. Sometimes he brings healing to illness or disease. Sometimes he heals relationships, giving people the power to love and to forgive. Sometimes things don't change. But God's there anyway. He'll be with you to guide you and to lead you through it. You'll never be left alone. He is present in his word. He comes to you today in the sacrament. He gives of himself his body and his blood to forgive you, to comfort you, to guide you, to to bring blessing to you, and to show his love for you. No matter what the circumstances, in your joy and in your sadness, our Lord does that. One more thought as we conclude. The holiday season can indeed be a lonely time for people. Most people at one point or another feel some form of loneliness, some form of loss. But thinking of Hermie, within the body of Christ, can we not be lonely together? That isn't what the Lord, that what the Lord has provided us in family, in the family of the church, that we share the burden that the sinful world gives. We share it with one another and we help one another. And we can do this because together is the body of Christ. We're focused on the promise of Christ that none of us are truly alone, that in his word and in his sacrament and amongst his people gathered together, we are united. We're united with Christ, we're united with one another, and we're united until all eternity. Amen. Now may the peace of God which surpasses all human understanding guide our hearts and minds to true faith to life everlasting. Amen.